Manx Radio's Countryside is brought to you by NFU Mutual. Hello and welcome to this week's Countryside here on Manx Radio. I'm Simon Clark. And I'm Kerry Kermode. Last week I popped along to Bollockwagon to see the ploughing. And I catch up with the Secretary of the Isle of Man Federation of Young Farmers to find out what's in store for the future and also looking ahead hopefully to this year's 2021 Young Farmers Concert. Well, first uh, of all, Kiri, um, it was a, a difficult subject last week on the programme um, to do with uh, mental health, in particularly in the agricultural world, and it was great um, to get uh, an, an email response from Ross Bailey, who is the uh, the mental health uh, head of mental health on the island here for the government. So it was nice to get a response uh, from Ross, and. Uh, just looking ahead to this because I think you had a few people uh, that was chatting to you as well and maybe we can we can go a little bit further on this a bit, little bit more information available where people can get information. That's right it, mental health awareness is always a tricky topic but it's been great response here. emails, text messages, Facebook messages all to the Countryside programme to say it, we covered it well which is always great but if we can help just one person that is all that matters to us and to have Ross Bailey reach out and say that they're there to help here on the Isle of Man that is absolutely fantastic and same with the Benevolent Fund Trust as well. Um, these people are here to help our locals so um, I think this is the beginning of something very good and hopefully the support will come. Yeah, it's uh, it's been difficult times for everyone, but um, in, in certain areas of uh, of employment and things, it uh, you know it, it can be hit the hardest with a lot of lone working and things like that, isn't there? Isolation is always yeah. hard, and like we've mentioned about the COVID restrictions, lockdown, and here we are again on the Isle of Man in a tricky position, you know whether we're going to lockdown or not. But uh, the support is there if, if it's needed, and if we can just drop a text to our friends and neighbours and just keep an eye on everyone. It is. Yes, indeed, and uh, nothing wrong with a tricky position or two. Uh, and one other thing I wanted to mention was the weather. Finally, uh, some farmers, uh, this will hopefully cheer them up a bit because, I mean, the amount of mud and slop that's in the fields, it's just unbelievable. It really is, Simon. It's been some years. Since August, when they were trying to get the harvest done, it was touch and go then to gather the corn and the straw. Some of the crops were absolutely decimated and didn't get cropped at all. But now the sun has finally come, a good few months later, and uh, very welcomed indeed, especially by the farmers that are lambing. They've got sheep indoors, waiting to get them out, and now they can turn them out and get the sun on the lambs' backs. It is great stuff. Right, well, um, we've... It's been that sort of time of year where a bit of ploughing has gone on because people are ploughing, um, but they certainly have plenty of competitions around the Isle of Man, and it's it's one of them areas of agriculture that's been a an art and what's the word I'm looking for here? A little bit of sort of inside competition and rivalry <laughs> between uh, ploughmen in the past, certainly, hasn't it? I think now it's a bit more getting done and get it over with and let's move on <laughs> well you say that i still think there's quite a lot of rivalry there i popped along to Bollaquagan, which is just across the road from us there in balacella uh, where jeff varga has his farm and i caught up with some of the boys taking part and ladies and firstly i spoke to nicola ronsley for the horses well nicola a bit better weather for this week's plough match here at Bollaquagan and balacella and how are these pair of big beauties going they're going quite well. Um, Duke's getting a little bit warm because it's obviously quite a warm day today. So 
I'll give him a bit of a clip this week, oh, I think, lovely. get some hair off him. Spring is in the air then. <laughs> Definitely, it's actually quite warm. I've took my hat off today, which is a first for the ploughing season this year. That's it, and it's not raining as well, which makes all the difference. No, yeah, um, the one at Jerby, that actually trying to snow up there, oh. and it was bitterly cold, so it's quite nice to be ploughing in the warm and... Yeah. And will you get round on all of the ploughing through the winter months? We try to, yes. We've done every match so far this year. Um, currently we're the only horse ploughing team, unfortunately, but I'm hoping the tram horses will come back soon. Yeah. And yeah. it's lovely to see these pair in action so well behaved. Does it take a lot of practice? Um, yeah, they have took a bit of training, but Duke's now 20, Els oh. 12. So we keep them ticking over at home most of the winter. And will they have to be together to plough or can you go single horse as well? Well, with ours you need two because they're a little bit smaller. Um, but if you sometimes watch us when I'm really being competitive, we'll take one horse off at the end and do just with one horse so it doesn't spoil the, the work we've done. And how is the work looking today? Because it's been terribly wet and, and the ground has been shockingly wet. So how is it turning over? It's turning over really well. It's ploughing lovely. Um, we've just measured up and we're 20 inches out. I don't know how, which is two furrows. So I don't know how that's oh, happened. But... Golly! So now what to rectify it? Um, a few half furrows, which spoil the appearance. I'll lose marks for, but we'll get it done. And now who's to blame for this? I'm not sure. I don't think I've been 20 inches out all day. I've not been quite straight, but I'd, I'd accept four or five, but 20 inches is a bit bit much. But yeah. And will that just occur just generally as you're going through the ploughing, or is it just the lay of the land, or how does it happen? It's probably a bit of both. Some of it will be my fault because I've not been straight today. Um, they did say at the start that we might not be parallel, but we've all measured and it was parallel, so... Something's oh, gone wrong somewhere. Goodness but... me. Oh, well, there'll be a few more to go, I suppose. Yeah, there's um, the Kronk Navadi one on the 6th of March. 13th of March, there's Kronk Navadi as well. That's the Horse Ploughing Championships. That's out at Balaguer. And the 24th of April, very late in the year, is the Manxdale match out near St John's. And that's 24th of April. So let's hope it'll be a little bit drier yeah. then for you, yeah. Nicola. Yeah. But you'll be taking these pair yeah. gorgeous ones. Probably, yeah. 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 And looking out the back there, behind the plough, there's somebody with a measuring tape now. This man can't go unnoticed. No, this is my husband, David. He's, we work as a team. Um, if you watch horse ploughmen across, they're driving their own horses. It's a skill I've never been able to master. So he's, he is a key part of the team as well. No, lovely. Well, anyway, I'd better let you get finished and tidied up, uh, judging soon, I suppose. Yes, it will be, yeah. Well, Dave, I believe that you're quite a newcomer to um, ploughing. Well, relatively, considering uh, some of the old boys that are here, yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is my second year at it, and uh, yeah, absolutely love it. Really? Yeah. How did you get involved? Well, me and, well, I'm really myself, we just came watching the, the previous year, and the old boys sort of dragged us in, had a yarn on us, and good bit of food and all that and uh, <laughs> one thing led to another and here I am so My, and how's today going for you um oh yeah not bad not bad yeah it's dry the sun's out I mean that's the main thing yeah it definitely does make a difference. it was a shocker yesterday wasn't it so oh, uh, serious yeah so what would you have learned from last year now coming into your second year of it oh do you know what you're learning every time you plow you're learning 
sort of, I think it's like a five year apprenticeship this. Yeah, <laughs> nothing, nothing goes quick. So you just got to, uh, if you learn one thing every week, then you're doing all right sort of thing. Yeah. Chip so, away at it. Chip away at it, yeah. And how do you think today's gone here? Looks relatively good. It's all right, isn't it? Yeah. Again, there's always room for improvement, but yeah, no, I'm happy enough with it sort of thing, yeah. Yeah, so... It looks fairly straightforward when you're a spectator, you're just driving up and down the field. That's exactly what I thought. <laughs> I thought you turned up, dropped the plough in the ground and just drove around in circles. No, <laughs> no. It's, uh, it's, there's a lot to think about. So it, get, it gets the brain really working sort of thing, yeah. Oh, definitely. And what yeah. kind of implements have you got here using? Oh, so I've got an old Massey Ferguson 35 with a, an old Ransoms TS-59 plough. So, yeah. Any good? I, yeah, it's all right. Got the plough, the plough had to go to England for that. Couldn't get one over here. Now that's uh, some investment. Well, you know. It must mean business. Uh, definitely. <laughs> and the... Uh, the <laughs> There he is. <laughs> He's a bugger, isn't he? Has Colin uh, been coaching you, has he? Uh, there's a lot. Been, to be honest with you, Colin's one of the ones I'll listen to. There's a few people. You've got to work out who's giving you good advice and who isn't. <laughs> Colin knows his beans. He's all right, Colin, yeah. Oh, we'll let him off, <laughs> This tractor came from about 200 yards that way. Francis yes. Garnet, yeah. Oh, brought right. that off him, yeah. He uh, pounced on me and made me buy it, so, <laughs> and, yeah. Everybody always wants a 35, That's though. It. Well, they're the ones to have, aren't they? Yeah, classics, yeah. lovely little tractors. Thank you very much, yeah. yeah Job's a good one. So. Well, anyway, I suppose better let you get finished. Right. Better add, yeah. Go. Yeah, time's marching on. Right. Thanks, Cheers, Gary. Well, Francis, I believe that you are the original owner here of uh, Dave Corrin's tractor. He thinks a lot of her. Yeah, so rebuilt it from scratch. Yeah. Yeah. So what made you part with her? Well... I've got too many tractors, I've got five, <laughs> five tractors, so you can't sit on them all at one time, can you? Well, this is it, this well, is it. But I think he's doing a fairly good job, two years into it. Yeah, he's doing well, he's doing well. It's hard to get the young fellas to come on board, oh, is it? Nobody around, is there? It's, it's a dying trade. Yeah. yeah, but the ones here today are having a good day out, the sun's shining. Oh, better than yesterday. Oh my golly, what? it wasn't it just. <laughs> so how have you got on, Francis? You'll be one of the first fellas finished. Yeah. Happy enough, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, depends on the judges. Who's judging you today? I'm not <laughs> you can find out yourself. <laughs> see the badges on the tractor. Yep, I see. My goodness me. So you're an old hand at this job, uh, Francis, but yeah. uh, obviously got the accolades to show it up there on the tractor. Tractor's been in Belgium and uh, Holland ploughing. That's the last European match you've done. 2016, that was Holland, that was Belgium, 2012. And how do you compare to the ploughing here on the Isle of Man to the ploughing matches there? No, no comparison. No. no. They're doing 30 or 40 matches in a season, them yeah. fellas. Yeah. We're only doing about 10 or 12 at the most. So it must be hard for you to only do a handful here and then to get away there and compete against them? Well, it brings you on, helps you, you know what I mean? And yeah. how do you fare up generally? Sorry? How do you fare up against them generally? Well, I've won a couple of matches, been second. Yeah, yeah. You know. that's some going, isn't it? Well, you get uh, some of the matches, there's 200 in a 200 in a 200 acre field. My, what a sight that would you be, wouldn't even, it? You can't even see the other end of the field. Yeah, yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. So what about uh, the coming season? Will you do a bit for the, the farmers round and about or are you retired from all that retired. now? 
retired. I got tired now. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we are. Yeah. Well, thank you, Francis. You're welcome. That was Francis Garnet Dorr, Dave Corrin, the newcomer, and Nicola and David with the horses. And they've been great supporters with the horse because, uh, you know, the, the, the match I was at at uh, Balaclucas there, there was, there was plenty of tractors that day. I suppose it was the first one that has been for a while. Uh, but to, to see the horses out and, and Nicola and... Uh, you know, they've, they've been keen to support it many, many times, haven't they? Oh, they're fantastic. Mm. And to see the duo going up and down the field there in absolute harmony and so patient uh, because it's obviously a tricky job what they're trying to do. Uh, but Nicola was saying she takes her um, one horse in particular off over to the UK to compete. And um, it's a big undertaking, that alone. But it's something she really, really enjoys. And the connection between man and beast there is just phenomenal to watch. I've got a little video that we can put on social media so everyone can have a look at these pair in uh, work and form. Yeah, and, it, you know, you always think of the, the horse racing where some horses, they're always worried about the going, whether it's soft or hard, aren't they? And I suppose the, the ploughing horses, the shires, they've got no choice. They have to do every weather. Condition. Well, that's it. Once upon a time, it was the only form of getting the ground turned over was, was horsepower. And obviously that's where it comes from when you hear the tractors with all these hundreds of horsepowers now. Uh, but what a job they did. It was equally as good as the tractor plowman there. And um, it was a lovely turnout. Some of the tractors that were there on show, some vintage ones, some have been around Europe competing and uh, all gleaming on a sunny day. It was a real sight, Simon. <laughs> You're listening to Countryside here on Manx Radio with Kiri Kermode and myself, Simon Clark. And uh, just a reminder, it's been the subject in the past, hasn't it, of of people out walking and, and getting exercise and getting the fresh air. But um, just, you know, when there's 20 or 30 people going through public footpaths and open and closing gates, it's just something they've got to be aware of, uh, either wearing gloves or have the, the little sanitizers in their pockets, you know. It's a busy time now, mm. Simon, in the farm in the countryside uh, with people starting to lamb outdoors. March is usually the starting point, so if people can be mindful of the gates and the areas they go, that would be really great. And also just to keep the dogs at bay as well. Um, this time of year, it is really, really busy out on the farms. One thing that uh, was lucky to go ahead last year, it was one of the, the last events, I think, before last year's lockdown, was the 2020 which doesn't seem that long ago now, uh, Isle of Man Federation of Young Farmers annual concert at the Gaiety Theatre. Um, it's been a bit tricky, a bit uh, whether it's going ahead, whether it wasn't going ahead, and it's been difficult, uh, I think, to get enthusiasm to the practices because I think people thought, oh, it may not go ahead again this year. But uh, as we're here today, it sounds like it all is uh, prepared to go uh, in a couple of weeks' time. And, uh, well, I got the latest news from the Secretary of the Isle of Man Young Farmers, Bryony Neal. Well, first of all, uh, Bryony, one of the probably the last events that happened last year uh, opened to the public. Um, we were really lucky last year. We were the last, I think, the last production in the Gaiety before everything shut down. Um, a week or 10 days later, I think it was. So we were all, you know, big sigh of relief that we got everything in just because of the amount of effort every member puts into the concert. So um, it was great. What about this year? Because it's it's been up and down. We were clear. Yeah. And then Christmas, there was another lockdown. Yeah. I mean, November, December is the time where 
the four clubs get cracking for the concert and I suppose there was a bit of trepidation about whether it would go ahead and whether they would have practices, whether it was worth it because it's going to be put off or cancelled. Yeah, definitely. It's been quite nerve-wracking really just for, you know, our committee side and then the individual committees for each club um, just to try and get things going. You know, they want to obviously follow all the procedures and everything that government put out in their guidelines and stuff. And they're doing their script writing, their choreography, so that it all takes time. So like you say, they do start sort of November, December time and then January is when it really hits and then of course we went into lockdown in January so you know we were really in turmoil as to whether the concert was going to go ahead and fortunately all the restrictions lifted on the 1st of February so we sort of got cracking and told everyone to carry on luckily they'd been doing sort of zoom calls and this that and the other between themselves so they have been preparing. There was lots of large mirrors bought, I heard, where people were practicing their lines <laughs> and dancing in front of mirrors yeah. and sending videos of it to others. Oh, I'm and, sure, yeah, and, mirrors or in the tractor yeah. cabs, you know, anywhere they could get. But that's been one of the traits. Uh, you talk to any of the, uh, the young farmers from years ago who were involved in the farm and, and the concert, yeah. they didn't really have a lot of time to get practicing. Yeah. And uh, a lot of them were reading lines and listening to old tapes and cassettes in the tractors to get there. Yeah. So it's a, it's a, a, a big, big effort to make, get it learned when you're working as well. Yeah, absolutely. You know, every club is exactly the same in the fact that our, our clubs are made up of farmers, you know, most, the most part. Um, so getting everyone in one room to do like full run-throughs, for example, like we're doing at Northern at the moment, it, it is really hard because obviously they're farmers, they don't have a nine to five job. So it's sort of working around them and doing times to suit them. But um, no, it all comes together and you can give them a script and fingers crossed they'll go away and learn it whilst they're milking the cows or in the cab. So um, yeah, it, it does all come together in the end and all the blunders and everything just make it even better value entertainment doesn't it at the night yeah just got, got to ask you did, did you get much um comment back after the um the concert went ahead last year um yes we did you know people were really really glad that it went ahead and sort of fortunate because it is what people really look forward to it you know especially in the farming community it's sort of a pinnacle in the entertainment calendar sort of thing um everyone's just really grateful and you know we no, we no no negative feedback not really no we we didn't have any negative feedback because you know some people there was a bit of you know buzz before the concert about oh it's getting close should we go should we not but i think people were in the end glad that they did come because like you say we were the last sort of production there and it was you know the last sort of thing that everyone was at and could get together and it was a, it's always a good chance for you know the farming community and wider community to sort of catch up and see people they haven't seen in a while and then you know we went into lockdown and our chairman at the time Finlow sort of put out a statement and we just sort of went from there and everything we did then was virtual up until you know June July time so um we were really fortunate and you know we can only thank the supporters every year that come it's the same people every year there's new people every year so you know we're just really grateful for their support and one of the the things i think will make it even greater touch wood if when you know, it goes yeah. ahead this year is the fact that it's been a difficult year for everyone it's a difficult industry to be in farming as it is yeah. and a lot of the people the older generation that go to the concert it's probably only one of their two or three 
big nights out that they planned for the year yeah. and it, it's it's a big release for them to I suppose either get a mention or hear one of their friends get a bit of stick. Yeah definitely well like you say it, it's just a performance by people that you know you know lots of people go watch it and they can spot you know 10 15 people that they know and it, it's good value entertainment because they might get mentioned or like you say someone they know might get mentioned and it is really something that everyone looks forward to you know it's my second year as secretary now and I get so many people coming up to me to say like oh what's going on in the concert this year we can't wait when do tickets go on sale it's just real you know excitement about it so fingers crossed we can give everyone you know what what they deserve and the entertainment that we usually do you know if people aren't comfortable to come that's absolutely fine but if we get to put on a show you know we can guarantee three really good entertaining nights. Well, you were there at the sea terminal when the tickets went on sale a couple of weeks ago. I mean, uh, you know, was a, a good camaraderie as always there? It was amazing. You know, considering lockdown and everything, we were a bit sceptical as to whether there would be crowds there like usual. But um, I think the queue was longer than I've seen it in the last really? five years or, or more even. Um, you know, it went right down to the baggage reclaim and then into the terminal and did a loop round. And, you know, it was groups of people. It wasn't just single um, file. So it, it was amazing. The, the first people were there at 8 p.m. the night before, which is absolutely mental because it was freezing. Um, but props to them. And then people there from 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. And then a scutch of us from the committee went down at 4 a.m. to serve them tea and coffee until Costa opened. Um, and yeah, it was just freezing, but it was so good. The atmosphere is always great. And we like to chat, every, chat to everyone, see what night they're going. And they're trying to like squeeze information out of us about <laughs> themes and concerts and stuff. But Say nothing. Yeah, anymore. exactly. Yeah, tight-lipped. But no, it was great. But one of the big things that people forget, it's a massive, massive money maker for charities the concert isn't it yeah it is it, you know we're really grateful for the uh, donations that people put in the program sponsors the you, you just the bucket collections at the end of the night and this year our vice chairman will duggan has chosen reach iom so that's really really great you know a lot of people sort of relate to what they do so um yeah we hope to raise as much money for them as we have in the past and what about um events in the future for the young farmers uh, touch wood if everything um, stays as it is uh, obviously there's a lot of events around this time of year coming up yeah there is competitions in the pipeline that we would like to introduce this year as well to do with sports interclub competitions we've also got our usual stock judging which um you know different farms host for us so lots on always lots to organize but you know there's also a few socials mixed in there as well which we always welcome you know new people to come along to Secretary of the Federation of Isle of Man Young Farmers, Bryony Neal. And uh, we've been lucky with the, the people involved in the Young Farmers Federation, the ones uh, who we get the chance to speak to in the higher position. They've always been really enthusiastic and uh, just want to promote this and, and keep everyone happy, which is nice. They're a great movement, the young farmers. And it's for everybody. We must remind people of that. It's not just for the agricultural Even community. Me. <laughs> <laughs> but they are always out striving to make as much money as they can for the charities. That's at the forefront every time. The fundraising events, you know, the, the tractor pool that she mentioned there, a huge amount of money raised. And also the young farmers concert. It's just an absolute sellout every year. And the, the humour is just, it's just great, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Anyway, if you've got anything for Countryside... 
you can send an email countryside at manxradio.com or you can leave a message here at Manx Radio uh, for Kiri Kermode or myself Simon Clark we'll try and get back to you and uh, got something for the programme uh, events coming ahead obviously uh, depending on what happens in the next few weeks but uh, as long as that's going ahead we'll continue with the programme so until next Tuesday at six o'clock from me, Simon Clark. And me, Kerry Kermode. We'll see you then. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.